Sunday, July the 26th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. you remember those early days when uh, lockdown was first announced and we were all told we could only go out for an hour a day? During those long days, I started uh, pacing around my small garden in a figure of eight, listening to my Bible reading and reflection for the day. And then I would listen to a couple of worship songs. In all my time as a Christian, I can honestly say that this was one of the most prolonged times in my life where I felt God so close. Every morning as I paced around the garden in one of the most turbulent times of my life, I knew God was with me. It was tangible. My garden felt like a holy place where heaven and earth collided. I experienced his presence in the most beautiful of ways. I look back now and there wasn't even a day where I was not aware of his presence in those times. And in some some way now I'm longing to go back to those moments because they were treasure for me at the beginning of every day. One of the verses that went round my mind through that time was that well-known one in Isaiah 41. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I guess that verse is my testimony of lockdown. It was tough at times. I had work. I had children. I had long days which I had to kind of navigate through. But I knew deeply that God was holding my hand. We're thinking uh, about the passage in Isaiah 45 uh, over these summer months. And we learn right at the beginning of that passage that God was holding Cyrus, the king's hand. I guess that was his experience in a time of turbulence as well. There are two more passages, though, in the Psalms which have struck me uh, through this season. Psalm 42, verse 8, is beautiful. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and his song will be with me in the night. I felt his kindness and like Zephaniah says, I felt him singing over me as I attempted to sleep through the night. The other passage actually is from Deuteronomy 31, uh, probably a well-known one to many of us. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread for the Lord your God goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. The Bible is full of so many passages about God being with us. I wonder which one you've held on to during this time. Perhaps at the end of our time together with whoever you're gathered with, you would like to share some of those passages to encourage one another about how God's word is just right for the moment and how it encourages us even through turbulent times. Or if you're not with someone, uh, why don't you put it in the comments as we fill the Facebook feed with verses that we've held on to about God being with us. 
when I started thinking about uh, this talk, I contacted a few people and asked them to share their experience of lockdown. And this theme about God being with us, being close with us, was one that came out and again and again. So we've recorded a couple of testimonies, which I hope will encourage you that actually the treasure we found in dark times has been that God is the same yesterday, today and forever, and he will never leave us or forsake us. So I'm here with Michelle Luttred, one of our members, and uh, it's really great to have you with me today, Michelle. You know, we've been talking about our experiences of lockdown and how even in the midst of the really hard times, uh, we found some treasure. And one of those treasures is knowing that God is with us. And you and your family have had a, a really tough year so far. So why don't you share a little bit about uh, how you found God in the midst of all of the hardships of the year? Okay. So as many of um, you probably know, my dad died of cancer um, in lockdown. Um, we're not we're unable to spend much time with him um, because of all the social distance, um, no visits at the hospital, and he was shielding for many months even before lockdown. So, um, so as a family, we don't really feel like we were able to rally around and come alongside him and say goodbye properly. Um, I've been praying for my dad for about thirty five years since I've become a Christian. Um, that's a long time. Um, <laughs> and um, when I became a Christian, my dad used to um, sort of um, ask me loads of questions and get me all tied up, really, um, tongue-tied, trying to answer him. And at that time, he would describe himself as an atheist, really. Um, but over the years, as um, things happened to our family, we've been through, you know, a few, a few tragedies and... Um, different things he became um, more mellow and um, and realized um, how um, our faith in the family has helped us and he had a kind of new respect for it even though he didn't find that faith himself um, so he he was more sort of um, yeah respectful for the faith and um, even though it felt like something that he didn't feel himself and um, unfortunately I was never able to discuss it, um, anything about my faith with him really because um, of all those hard times when I was a teenager. So all I could do was pray for him really. Mm. Um, when dad, dad's cancer was um, diagnosed as terminal at the beginning of the year, um, I was so frantic with worry and I'd just be on my knees praying um, praying for a breakthrough, praying that dad become a Christian. Um, nothing seemed to happen. Um, and then um, back in sort of March time, April time, and there was one day um, that dad was at home, he wasn't in hospital, and I just felt this prompting to give him my mum's Bible. Now my mum's, my mum had a Bible that I bought her because she died of cancer 20 or so years ago. And, um, he became a Christian a couple of months before she died. And this, um, and the Bible, um, obviously a new Christian, they brought so much comfort to her. And I had noticed when I looked for the Bible that she'd written John 3.16 in the back. So I thought that'd be great to give that to Dad. And 
hopefully he'll just read that. So I plucked up the courage and I went around there and I gave it to him, um, even though I was outside, he was inside. It was awkward, but we did it. And then, um, unbeknown to me, my sister had also been prompted to go around and um, give him some tracts, um, um, some Christian tracts. So she, five minutes after me, had gone round and given him um, the, the tracts. And when we realised, we just um, were praying on the phone and just really, um, you know, sobbing together and sort of frantically, desperately asking for his salvation, really. But um. Dad was rushed back into hospital the following day after that, and he was in hospital for, you know, some time. Um, with, like I say, we couldn't see him. Um, but um, when Dad was, um, came out of hospital, um, he literally was only out for one day before he died. But that day before he died, when he'd just come out, I was beside myself, and I was laying on my bed, prostrate out, begging God to save him and desperate to know, um, I was so desperate to know that he would be saved. Um, and suddenly I just had this overwhelming flood of peace rushing through me. It was like something I've never ever experienced. It pushed every feeling of despair out. Um, all the worry left me and I felt like it was God just saying, let it go. You've been praying for him for 35 years. Know that I've got it. Leave it with me. And, and you don't need to worry about this anymore. I can't explain that feeling. I've never felt it before. Dad then died suddenly on that Friday um, after just coming out of hospital, like I say. And even though I didn't get to witness whether, you know, him giving his life to Christ, um, and I, did, I don't, you know, I didn't actually witness him be saved as such, I have absolutely, absolute faith in the one who does save. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to read a verse from Philippians 4 um, in verses 6 and 7 because that really describes how I felt and I've read this verse many times but now I understand it having had that experience and it says um look at chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus so I, I, like I say, I, I thought I knew what this meant when I've just read it in the Bible. I read it many times, but until that overwhelming peace washes over you and, and you just, you can't describe it. Amazing. <laughs> um, you don't understand it until you've experienced it, I suppose. But I just want to share this, um, this, um, this sort of testimony, really, just to encourage others that, Maybe you've been praying for someone for a long time and through lockdown it's been really difficult because you haven't been able to have that physical contact with them. Maybe you've support, supported somebody physically um, and um, helping them. Um, just know that God's in this situation with you. He was, he was with me, he's with my family and um, 
and and I know that and um never stop praying your pray, prayers are being heard and know that just God is with you in this situation and he's got this and he's got you Wow, Michelle, I mean, thank you for bravely sharing that story. Isn't it amazing how God uh, goes before us? For you and Becky to both have that prompt on the same day is amazing. To hear your testimony of knowing God's immense peace and presence through what must have been one of the hardest moments of your life encourages me to keep looking to the one who saves. And I'm hoping it encourages everybody who's hearing your testimony. Thank you so much for sharing. That was so great. Thank you. So great uh, encouragement. A secret treasure is that God is there in the midst of dark times. In the dark valley, he is with us. And so we'd like to encourage you as we come towards the end of this broadcast, and perhaps you join the conversation in a minute or two, to think about when were the moments when you really knew God with you, maybe through this recent dark time or maybe other dark times in our lives. It's a, it's a grace of God sometimes to be able to look back and to discover that he really was with us, even though we felt we were all alone. That footprints uh, poem that we all know so well, two uh, uh, shoe feet in the sand when we expected for because there God was carrying us and only looking back do we know and see. So can we encourage you to pause, to think about those ways in which God has been with you in dark times? And, and maybe at first that's a really hard thing. Maybe immediately nothing comes to mind. Can we just encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit to Open up your eyes to see now what perhaps you were unable to see at the time. I know there have been times in my life when it's felt like I'm on my own. And only as I've looked back and reflected, I've been able to see that actually God was right there in the midst of it with me. So this week, we hope you will take hold of this secret treasure that we find God in sometimes the darkest and loneliest of times. The people that we know who know God the best are often those who have travelled through the deepest and darkest of valleys. It's an enigma, a paradox of our faith. But may we be those people too, who know deep in our being that God is with us. In fact, people that know that God has never left us or forsaken us, and that builds confidence into the future.